Today on the Talking Dead on Gamerhead Radio, we're sued by AMC. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. I am, of course, Viking Jesus, Mike Nemitz, the man that's going to be sued by a very large cable company very shortly. Okay. Or not, please. Maybe, or not, please. Please, we're, we're friendly. We're, we... AMC, we give you the Gamerhead green light for talking dead. <laughs> I think that works retroactively. I give you permission to do that thing you've already done. <laughs> Again. What? No. Let's just see how this goes. All right. And, of course. Joining me is the man over here that can't get over his own laughter right now is, of course, Goat. I just, this thing's already off the rails and we're like 20 seconds in. <laughs> Candy Mountain, So it's all up here Candy. from here is what you're saying. All up, up here. here. <laughs> wow. No, no, I think we're just going to burn the rails uh. and do this freelance. And over here, the man responsible for more mess-ups on this episode than I have already. Damn it. Is the Technotronic Horn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Radioland. How are you? Have a seat. Can I pour you a drink? <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Not with that voice you want. <laughs> All right, speak and spell makes a return. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, games are starting to pick up, uh, but the only big release this week is going to be Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call on 3DS. Um, you know, obviously the... Uh, um, follow up to the music rhythm game on 3DS originally, <laughs> um, with more songs and etc. And I might be part of the advertising campaign, but we'll find out. Um, Real quick, just speaking of game releases, I've decided on buying a game this year. What? <laughs> are you are you feeling okay? I'm feeling just fine. What? What? what I, I've what? decided. I've waited this long. If I'm going to play Grand Theft Auto Five, I might as well play it on next gen. Now current gen. Good for you, Charlie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I, I saw a trailer of it uh, yesterday, and it looks phenomenal. And you get like all like the all like the bonus stuff and the extra stuff okay. with a new, better, faster, more maneuverable blimp. <laughs> so I'm sold right there. Um, They're putting yeah. that on the sticker on the front of the cage. It's just like a faster, more maneuverable blimp. Yep. I'm just so lost. This current gen stuff. It's just like buy our system. You can put your hands in your pockets and fly a blimp really fast. <laughs> It's, I'm going to start writing down reasons to go next gen. <laughs> None of them are going to be relevant. Hands in pockets. <laughs> I'm spelling pockets wrong somehow. Better reflections. Don't forget that. No. Okay. No, don't forget that? Or no, better, not better reflections. Okay. Turbo blimp. Reflections. <laughs> blimp on crack. <laughs> Man, they are just giving me millions of reasons to go spend... Okay, so we've got three so far. So coming up in an up upcoming episode of Gamerhead Radio. <laughs> You're catching up to me in screw-ups. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> um, also, a Tokyo Game Show is happening very, very soon at the end of the, this week. Um, so we'll continue to hear a lot of news that isn't relevant to anyone in the U.S. Unless it's Metal Gear Solid or Final Fantasy or... Silent Hill? I don't think we'll hear about Silent Kojima. Hill. That's why. Yeah, I could. Well, we'll see. Yeah. The Tokyo Game Show is usually pretty good for people like me, at least. Um, 
So with that, goats. What have you played this week? Nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. All right. No. <laughs> Any just getting back into the busy season? Uh, well, we're picking up and stuff like that. Plus, the new uh, Primus book just came out. Yeah. So I've been reading mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Because you know, small Primus fan. So that's kind of filled in my gaming time mm-hmm. with the whole you know yeah. analog storytelling. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Well, at least at least you're filling your time with something worthwhile. Yeah. At least confirmed. Go can read. No, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> sorry. No, no it's, it's book on tape. <laughs> I take it back. As spoken by Morgan Freeman. Oh, now really? Now I'm really sold. <laughs> wow. That's wow. That's weird. Anyway. And then I learned to play the bass. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I cannot do a Morgan Freeman impression. All of that was wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. You just wow. I'm no, sorry. don't be sorry. So far, you're the most wild card thing in this episode. So I'm enjoying it. And with that, Charlie, what have you played this week? Um, well, I finished uh, Walking Dead season two. I Yay! won't say anything about it because we're talking about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there we go. <laughs> so nice quick. Okay, <laughs> he did his homework. <laughs> Very well, good, because I would have felt really weird if he like hit the record button, ran out of the room, and was just like, okay, go. And then be, it's just you and me talking. It would definitely be a weird episode with Charlie in the background, a lower level, just going, la, 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 during the entire feature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, my, a lot of my free time was eaten up this by week. Apparently, starting your own business is complicated. So, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> well, really? Like, how hard is it to be a gigolo? Like, seriously, <laughs> is there like forms you have to fill out? <laughs> Um, in that particular case, no, there are most definitely not. Oh. This is a real business. You're just beating up everybody this week, aren't you? <laughs> just clarifying for the crap. Just, just so the listeners are all very clear, not a gigolo. <laughs> Officially. <laughs> He's not denying it. Anyway. Um, so I, I'm still grinding in Tales of Zillia. Um, I actually managed to get more time into it um, than I have been because I'm starting to get away from being burnt out somehow. Um, I also made the mistake of going back to Animal Crossing on 3DS. Why? Um, well, it fit in with my Nintendo like m- more than average addiction as of late because Smash is coming out. Okay. And so I, I, just, I just booted up Animal Crossing for the first time after a year. And the first thing they say is, oh, we thought you had left us because you were supposed to be the mayor. And I'm like, well, yeah, I haven't ran the town in about a year so there's there's about that and then i get in and they're just like hey there's all these weeds and i'm like yeah and here's the cool thing though apparently now when you show up and you haven't played in a while you have a guy that'll tell you um hey there's all these weeds start pulling them i'll tell you how many are left and so a little counter shows up in the corner with a timer on the other side to see how how quickly you can get them i had 118 weeds I pulled them in. I pulled them all except one in seven minutes. I couldn't find that last one. I was so angry. I was probably behind a building and I couldn't see it. And I didn't want to just demolish a building to see if there was a weed there because you know. Well, that sounds impressive from the way you're telling the story. So congratulations! <laughs> I'm very, very, very happy and excited yeah, and proud for me. I pull weeds. Um, also, you know, I, I don't know if you've noticed my situation out front. Um, I have some I weeds. Have. I've, I've neglected saying anything because, you know. <laughs> I have a timer. <laughs> and go. <laughs> 
And so VJ will be back in a minute. I tricked him into manual labor. Um, so yeah, goat. Yeah, um, that's cool. I mean, whatever. Give the guy a timer and he'll get up. Oh, oh. Done. That was like 20 wow. seconds. Wow. I'm and, saying okay. 118 weeds in seven minutes. That, that was like So you've 12. improved since. Okay, well. <laughs> and they were all Hang on. That was more than 12. <laughs> they were big. They okay. Were all, and centrally located. <laughs> um... Uh, also, um, and I have to send a thank you to Songbird for this one for sending a code. Um, I've been playing the Super Smash Brothers demo on 3DS, which somehow I didn't get a code myself, me being apparently Mr. Nintendo, according to Matt Elfring. Well, yeah, you um, didn't you, from what I've seen, you should have hit all three of the criteria. Well, see, they're only sending them to select Club, Plat Club Nintendo Platinum members. Apparently, I don't fit into select. It so, was always so random. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny because Matt gets a hold of me. He shoots me a text. He's just like, hey, got any spare Smash Bros. codes? I'm like, no, I didn't get any. He's like, what the fuck? You're Mr. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> like, it's, uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. So It's got to be random because if they were actually paying attention, I mean, you would have gotten a code. I would have gotten code. like 80 of them. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> then we would have hosted a giveaway right here. But, you know. Because if no. they were actually paying attention, he would have just got the game. <laughs> yeah. That's, I imported that. it from Japan. <laughs> Or something. Anyway, um, so yeah, thank you, Songbird, for sending that code along. I've uh, put in a lot more time into a demo than I would like to admit. But anyway, uh, that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. Coming in number five. Uh, by the way, folks, kind of light on news this week. Um, but we got a couple stories that we can talk about. Uh, coming at number five, Destiny is getting a lot of criticism. Um, for those of you that don't pay attention to the gaming industry as much as we do, um, review copies for Destiny didn't go out to press until the day before the game came out, which typically isn't a great sign um, because it shows that the company publishing the game doesn't have a lot of faith in their product. Either way, or they have a ton of faith in their product, and they're just like, yeah, fucking whatever. People are going to buy it anyway. Um, uh, it, it's it's important to note that Destiny is the most pre-ordered game of all time. They made back their... Well, rewind for a second. Uh, Activision reported that they sold... They, they shipped, excuse me, uh, $500 million worth of games to stores worldwide. Which doesn't mean a whole lot because that doesn't mean the copies were bought by gamers. That just means that the that's the amount of product that's out there. So if all of that sells through, then they've broke even because they spent half a billion dollars on developing Destiny. Goats giving those me numbers that, are just staggering. That, that, that's a lot of money for a video that, that, game. That, yeah, that's like worse than Titanfall for a new IP. Nonetheless. Yeah, that's like worse than Titanfall with the whole like, here, gotta hope we do all right, because. Everybody's house is on the line. See, the funny thing you should mention Titanfall is that a lot of people on uh, gaming message board NeoGAF are comparing Destiny and Titanfall because um, both games were incredibly hyped leading up to it, and then they came out and they were relatively underwhelming. Um, things I've seen on Twitter so far, I don't know if you, guys, I don't know what you guys have seen, but so far I see like people from Polygon and Kotaku saying things like uh, it's the worst story ever written for a video game. Um, uh, a particular thing from Arthur Geese from Polygon, he said, after about seven to nine hours of gameplay, you cannot solo the game unless you do massive amounts of grinding, which wow. kills it for me because I was only interested in the game solo, and if you can't solo it, 
the entire way through, then fuck it. I'm not interested anymore. That was like my experience with the first Borderlands. Yeah. Um, well, at least, at least with Borderlands, like if you if you were playing through it, like you still got like the humor out of it and stuff like that. Well, yeah, true. I just meant difficulty wise. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I and and I'm seeing something. I'm seeing kind of a trend amongst the gaming community and stuff like that. I'm seeing a lot more people wonder if um, uh, the community trusts like gaming outlets more because we have started to see reviews start to trickle in, and all of them are. About average reviews, and not even like IGN average, where it's like eight out of ten. It's like six out of ten, and which is really not great for games like a six out Death. of ten is like a three to normal people, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it's I, I'm seeing a lot of people wondering if people trust like gaming journalists again, just because of Destiny, um, because a lot of reviewers are saying it's just like this game isn't all it's cracked out to be, and everyone just kind of bought into the hype and the marketing budget and stuff like that. that and that's I've seen like all the reviews I've seen mm-hmm. have been basically like reviewers going, yeah, it's out, it's a thing, yeah, exactly, and they're like, you got a white PS4 with it. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I think the most positive thing I've seen about it um, is people saying that the game is most fun when you're forming your own memories with friends and stuff like that. And I'm like, I want to form memories with friends. I'd rather do it like in person, like hanging out at a, at a, a music event or like going to some sort of something in real life, not like... Man, remember when we took down that boss? Man, that was the greatest day. Because I, I don't remember those things with friends, but maybe that's just because I've always been single-player focused. Well, that, that that also plays right into the MMO thing, because that sounds like something you'd hear in, like, WoW and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and that's that's something that I've been seeing a lot of as well, is, is that a lot of people are... Um, remember, like, when the game was first revealed and a lot of stuff leading up to it, like, Bungie would not let you call it an MMO. Now they're, like, coming out and saying, like, yeah, it's an MMO. It's like, but it's not like a real MMO. It's not like you don't literally see like tons of people there. It's just got like these secluded instances where it's just like these people show up and they're doing their own thing. It's not actually a massive multiplayer online world. It's just these guys show up. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at Metacritic right now, and the only of the four consoles that it's on, PlayStation 3 and 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, um, the PlayStation 4 is the only one. Apparently, everybody's just reviewing it on the PS4 because, okay. Um, that doesn't and, surprise um, me. Yeah, the, the other, you know, Meta, you know, Metacritic, they only give you the Metascore if there's at least three reviews. Right. The other three platforms don't, apparently don't have three reviews in yet. Oh, wonderful. So, so only looking at the PlayStation 4 reviews, um, out of a total of 29 critics, uh, the average score right now is 75. However, um, looking at the list of all the reviews, there are 19 positive, 10 mixed, in order, high to low, um, I don't recognize any of these news outlets. Um, if, if, if uh, quick behind the scenes story in the gaming journalism world. Um, so the requirements to become a Metacritic accredited site aren't actually that high. Hmm. Um, you just, it, it's kind of like it is with, you know, like getting review copies or like attending E3 or something like that. It's more about people you know rather than anything else. So with certain sites, I'll bet at least one person from a lot of those sites that you don't recognize are from like, like had a brush with like some other big site and managed to get to know people at Metacritic and stuff like that. Um, Sounds very political. That's gaming journalism for you. Yeah. Here, I'll actually hand this to you because if any, if you're probably the most familiar out of anybody in here, aside from Cheat, Cheat Code Central, which is in the top ten, um, tell me if you recognize like any of these, just out of curiosity. 
Okay, uh, Digital Chumps, no. Post Arcade, National Post, no. Uh, La PS3, no. Uh, Cheat Code Central, I've, I've, I've obviously heard of. I don't I really think, think I, of them as a review site, though. Uh, I actually know a couple people who write the reviews for Cheat Code Central, oh. so... Um, yeah, no offense to them, I just don't think of them as a review oh, site. Yeah. I mean, their name really doesn't say reviews. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. IGN Italia, I mean, I've, I've, <laughs> I, I know of them. Yeah. Um, By um, extension, or do you actually... I, I don't actually okay. know them. <laughs> Uh, Vandal Online, never heard. PlayStation Lifestyle, I've heard of, but maybe just because. Um, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, <laughs> never heard of XGN, never heard of Worth Playing, nor Power Unlimited, nor 3D Juegos. <laughs> uh, definitely heard of Game Trailers, heard of Eurogamer Italy. A lot of Italy, what the hell? I don't know. It's huge. So, huge so, in Italy. So, Apparently. So here's what I'm getting out of this. It seems like a heard, lot of the... I've heard of, I've heard of Guardian. A lot of the, it seems like a lot of the more independent journalists seem to like it more when like a lot of like the main i'm gonna oh, say see see hang hang on a second i'm gonna okay. interrupt you for just for a second once you get into the more critical reviews you start to see names that you recognize more of like egm and GameSpot and giant bomb and polygon and the escape holy cow these are like that's everyone like that's everyone but ign and kotaku but and kotaku isn't a metacritic thing because they don't do review scores so oh sure sure yeah it's, yeah that, that's pretty much just what i was gonna say is that it seems like all the high scores are from people who aren't um, as weathered as the people who gave it the lower scores, who might, who might, who might be a little bit more inexperienced. Um, I'm going right. to go as far to say, right? That's the direction I was. That's 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 the, that's the feeling I was trying to yeah. get across. So, yeah. yeah, and um, and the average review score is a. Um, I think I saw it's a six point four, which that's... always says something out of two thousand two hundred ratings. Now. Um, you know, review, user scores on Metacritic are, yeah, you always have to take with a take, very, take them with a grain of salt. A boulder all, of salt. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> all it takes is, you know, a community to get pissed off at a game and suddenly they give it all the bad user reviews. So, yeah. But, you know, for something like this where there hasn't been, I will give Destiny one thing. For an online centric game, you didn't hear anything about servers crashing. That's true. So I will give them that. That was impressive. Yeah, the, but they did it right. They did it the way everybody's they did, supposed they, to do it. They, did, they, hey. they let it out in steps with the alpha and the yeah. beta, and they well, engaged interest Even and stuff at the like end that. of the beta, they had like three or four days I seen on Twitter where they said, crash our system, bring it on. Please break us. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they were like, tell everybody and your sister to bring, bring get on. Just, just stay idle. Just get on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember downloading the Destiny beta on everything I could and just leaving it there. Yeah. But Probably that's sucked up a lot it. more power than I should have. <laughs> I applaud them for learning from EA. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, what the hell happened with the story? I mean, we're talking about the. I mean, like, Halo is a good story. I'm not going to say it's like the like groundbreaking. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say it's like the Othello of our time. But I mean, like, it was it was something that was actually interesting. Yeah. at least I, and the, to hear that Destiny is like, you, you know, the, the best thing that happens to it is just like whatever you do yourself. I I really don't know. I I I, I have a feeling that. The people that worked on Destiny, because we know that Bungie has been working on... Actually, no, they haven't been working on this because they don't do Halo anymore. Then I really don't know. Do you think Do you think 343, like, took all the talent and said, like... It's entirely Left the B string I, with Bungie? Because I... <laughs> <laughs> Because I know 343 did take a lot of, like, original, like, Halo veterans and stuff like that just because, you know, and Microsoft probably paid a lot of money for them to stay with 343. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I would imagine that's a big part of it. So now you said that, I'm getting this whole thing of, like, this meeting, right, where they, they're they like, hey, hey, Phil, Phil's still here. He did the uh, the Halo shading. So <laughs> shade the 
fuck out of Destiny. Take a, <laughs> I mean, that's our, our, our key right there. Use his talent. Um, interesting thing to note as well about Destiny that interested me in particular. Um, remember the news so long ago that Paul McCartney was in some way involved with the score to Destiny? Remember that now. Yes. Um, so he, he apparently had some work with the actual like orchestral parts, and then he also wrote like the song that plays during the credits. Um, two, two interesting thing, things about this whole thing. The song that plays over the credits is kind of cheesy to the point where it's almost awful. But this is Paul McCartney we're talking about, so I mean, the, the, he, he's the reason it's cheesy. Like, he invented cheesy. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot of his work with Wings. Oh, okay. But he sold the most albums of all time of cheese. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you can get away with murder when you are still the number one selling artist of all time. Um, well, see, uh, interesting thing about that, too, is that Paul McCartney also apparently didn't take a check for his work on Destiny. He did it completely uh, free of charge. Is he credited? He's credited. Okay. But, I mean, it's Paul McCartney. At this point, he's, like, well, A, he's probably got enough money. Well, I've, I've heard of situations and, and, where, like, talent gets sucked into something, mm-hmm. and, like, and they, like, contribute to it, and they just hate the result, and they say, like, don't pay me, but don't put my name on this either. So Yeah, no, he's credited. <laughs> okay, okay. So, and remember, Bungie did, uh, either Bungie or Activision, whoever um, was involved with this part, they did a whole big, like, thing about just like, hey, Paul McCartney's involved with the game, so there's no way he could escape it, even if he wasn't credited in it. Yeah, So fair enough. Well, I mean, maybe he was bored. They were like, hey, you want to do this? I, like, think his, sure. I think his reasoning in an interview was like he wanted to reach a new audience, and I'm like, Why? Well, I, mean, I, I, I I can understand it, but like at this point, it's like Paul McCartney's not at the point in his music career where he needs to spread his reach. <laughs> I think his reach has been spread. This is a bucket list item, pure and simple. Apparently, work on a yeah. video game. I yeah, mean. you know why not? What about Beatles Rock Band? All right, I got nothing. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Technically, that was just them taking your music and putting it in a video game. This no, he was him. involved with it. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, that was already pre-written. Maybe he, this bucket list oh, was he, to, he write something. to write something. Yeah, an original oh, piece. Man. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. See, seeing Paul McCartney on stage at E3 when they revealed Beatles Rock Band, I just can't imagine him, like, wanting to be enthusiastic about a video game because he seemed like he seemed like your stereotypical grandfather that's just like, yeah, I can't. You got that new Super Mario tape? You, you enjoying it? Goat's laughing because he's probably had that happen to him. No, I, I just, I wish it was that, like that. Paul McCartney comes out and he's like, I'm very honored to be a part of the Destiny soundtrack. I hope it plays well on all of your Nintendos. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, um, uh, last week at work, I had a guy ask me, um, hey, where's that Destiny movie? Oh, God. I'm like, it's a game. He's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's a movie. I'm like, based on what? And he's like, I saw the sign out front. And I'm like, it's a video game. It's right here. And, and so I went and grabbed a copy. I'm like, see, PlayStation 4. He's like, oh, probably would have made a better movie. I'm like, you're literally judging a game by its cover here. <laughs> <laughs> Or a movie, for that matter. Yeah. So, whatever. Oh, Destiny. the times I've gone to Best Buy and went, huh, you know that iPad would make a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, although, before we put this story to bed, I would like to say, and I'm going to call it, this is my prediction. Okay. When No Man's Sky comes out, it's going to be the game that Destiny should have been. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. I like that. I can see that. I like that. I can see that. You heard it here first. Etc. Anyway, fucking Destiny. The movie. The movie. Glad I didn't buy it. The game, basically. I'm glad I backed out at the pre-order. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I knew better from, from the first place. Anyway. <laughs> if they balance it at some point and make it so that it's easier to solo, I might rent or borrow it at some point. But Yeah, I'll wait till it hits 20 bucks. Yeah. Games for gold. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Coming in at number four, um, so another behind-the-scenes moment. Um, neither, well, Goat, you might have heard of the, 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 the White House story. Did you hear about this? A little bit. Um, so uh, this story was kind of up in the air with the other two guys here, and, and I was telling them this before we went on the air, and, and <laughs> their faces were just like, what? This is ridiculous. So let's get to it. Um, so a guy fully decked out in Pokemon gear stormed the White House the other day. I, I wouldn't say storm. Well, I would because he was dressed in a Pikachu hat, Pikachu T-shirt, and had a plush Pikachu with him. Storm, it was a short. Get it. <laughs> it was a short storming. It was. It was. Yeah, that's about sad. fifteen inches. <laughs> um, uh, this man. He should have gone for Raichu gear. <laughs> oh God. Well, if he had his mega stone. I'm proud of you for not knowing a lot about Pokemon to know who Raichu is. I watched the cartoon. Still proud of you. Anime. I, sh- I suppose I should say anime, but whatever. Yeah. Still proud of you. Um, I think he would have got farther if he had his Megastone. <laughs> so, what was his intention? Like, um, what was the guy's goal here? To be the very best. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I take it he failed in his goal. Oh, uh, yeah. He jumped the fence. He managed to make it about 20 feet, and then Secret Service challenged him to a battle and beat his ass. <laughs> So in the end, really. so, in, so in the end, the Secret Service caught them all. <laughs> and this, ladies and gentlemen, is why I put this story on the list. This might, you know, now wait, did the Secret Service get a gym badge for that? Like, <laughs> like what goes on there? Like, is no, no, it gonna... no, 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 no. See, this is all viral marketing for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Um, the White House is the gym. He was trying to get past those initial trainers. Obama's the gym leader. Yeah, you know, and, I, then, I, and then once you beat him, you get one of those lapel pins. Yeah, I'm, I'm all flag on it. I'm all for viral marketing. <laughs> But felony viral marketing, a little overboard. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, is that Obama showed up in the Super Smash Brothers stream earlier this week. So I mean, who? What do Wait, we know? what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just because I'm having way too much fun with the story. So you know how you can cr- use your uh, me fighters. Oh, okay, okay. So this guy had created a custom me that was called POTUS. Of course. That looked like Obama, and they just had the POTUS versus Samus, and it was the greatest thing ever. And even the guy on the stream, like, there was a guy controlling it, and then there was another guy commentating. What moveset did he have? Um, he was using the, like, arm cannon moveset. So he was, he was the range fighter? Or whatever? Yeah. That seems, that seems right. Um, so the guy that was commentating the stream is just like, is that the POTUS? And he, like, he, even he couldn't believe it. It was the funniest damn thing. So. Just in case anybody's keeping track, um, I'm going to... Guess that this was the most pun-filled story we've ever had. Um, if anybody's keeping track and can confirm that, that'd be fantastic. Yep. Anyway, just wanted to throw that story out there. I'm just going to feel really bad if it turns out this guy was like actually legitimately mentally ill and really thought he was he trying was a, to storm a... Like, a get, in, get into a Pokemon gym to do battle. Uh, he was extremely well-coordinated to be mentally disturbed, so I, I would... He was wearing shoes, Charlie. <laughs> That's not a qualifier. 
No, but it's good. It's it's a good indication. Did they have Velcro? No. Are you sure? <laughs> I saw I saw the pictures. There are pictures of this guy. Hang on. Now I'm curious as to why you were paying such close attention to his shoes. <laughs> he was trying Don't, to get the secret to re, re, copycat it. I was trying to see if he was wearing the running shoes, which, which, which would have let him made it all the way before getting caught by the Secret Service. The only thing that would make this better is if he strolled up to the fucking uh, fence with his red bike. <laughs> and then a voice out of nowhere says, you can't use that here. Yeah. <laughs> This oh. story, man, I just, God, this, this is the kind of story that people like us live for. <laughs> okay, not really, but, you know. <laughs> it definitely uh, makes our job a lot easier. Yeah. And thank, fun. Thank you, random Pokemon guy, yes. for um, being an idiot. Or glorious, whatever you Next stop, the Pentagon. <laughs> and I hope you get better, maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> Coming in number three, speaking of Smash, uh, allegedly we have a release date for Smash Brothers on the Wii U. Um, according to a leaked ad, uh, the game should be releasing on November 21st, which for those of you keeping score is approximately a week before Black Friday. Yeah. Of course. Seems <laughs> um, par for the course for Nintendo. Yeah, didn't they release um they they released they released Zelda 3DS and Mario 3D World on uh, mm -hmm. the, the week before Black Friday last and then, year? And then they uh, did... Skyward Sword, like a week before like Black the, Friday, uh, yeah, the they, before, they're yeah. yeah, they're like, this is their thing. They That's know how it works. Um, well, now this worries me because now that means that um, I'm going to have this massive order go right before. Well, I guess I'm not really worried about it because Nintendo stuff never goes on sale, so I don't have to worry about it going on sale a week later. No, no oh, Skyward Sword will go on sale this year. <laughs> about time for um, uh, forty nine ninety eight. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> That, that that was my breaking point. So, um, quick thing about Smash as well. Um, the rost the leaked roster that leaked a couple weeks ago, including. Um, well, should we have a spoiler alert here? I don't think. Uh, okay, if you are concerned about um, spoilers for the hidden characters in Smash Brothers, fast forward about thirty seconds, maybe a minute, to be safe. Uh, so the leaked roster that included such characters as Duck Hunt Dog and yes. Bowser Jr. Yes. and. Uh, confirmation of like Rob and Game and Watch and Wario and Ganondorf and Ness and stuff like that was confirmed because the game is officially out on the 3DS in Japan, and yes. so of course what people did as soon as it was out was stream the entire fucking thing. <laughs> Thank and you, they, Japan. In Japan, um, is there any more advanced way to stream 3DS and other just point like a webcam at it? Yes, actually, um, for 250 bucks you can buy this thing that connects to the back of a uh, regular 3DS. They don't make them for the uh, XL or the 2DS, um, and you that outputs through USB, and you connect it to a computer, and you get software, and you can capture 3DS streams that way. No kidding. Yeah, huh. I briefly considered getting one until I realized that no one would watch it. <laughs> But a lot of, like, uh, oddly enough, a lot of, like, um, well, not oddly enough, a lot of pro Pokemon players and uh, fighting game players do it because there are fighting games on the 3DS and they're sure. actually pretty decent, so... Um, just to play on a TV or just for streaming purposes? Well, both. I mean, oh, okay. you, you could, it, all, it also comes with the hookup so that you can hook it up to a TV, but right. it's kind of weird because of the two screens and stuff like that. Oh, sure, sure. Um, Speaking of TV, and this ties in, did you see the news that the 3DS will use, be used as a controller for the Wii U? That was my next point. Um, Yay! Segway. <laughs> <laughs> also, in the, uh, in the official game for Smash Brothers is that they, it was revealed that you'll be able to use a 3DS as a Wii U controller for Smash Bros. Finally. 
Finally, um, this, this was actually a feature that Nintendo said when they announced the Wii U, but they, and then they just kind of never mentioned it again. So the fact that this is finally surfacing and everyone's starting to wonder what other games you'll be able to use it for. Um, but when you think about it, Nintendo, this is the first game Nintendo has put out simultaneously on the 3DS and the Wii U. Is this something people want to do? Yes, I do. You prefer the Wii, the, the 3DS controls other than like a Pro Controller or something... My thing is, is I like the I like the integration and the possibilities of it, and the fact that like my one toy works with my other toy, which makes my original toy more valuable. Oh, okay. well, I'm, I get I'm, that. I'm I'm kind of on goats. Um, like if they, on goats if they level yeah, with if this. they made the Vita like uh, like a gamepad, like I would totally buy a Vita. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I'm kind of with goat on this. Is that I I love when uh, my devices kind of integrate with each other, especially you know me being the Nintendo fanboy that I am. That's one of the reasons why I got a Surface is because now it works with my Xbox. Sure. So and why I kind of own a Vita, but not really. It has limited functionality with my PlayStation Three and Four. You know, so the fact that my 3DS will finally be able to do something with my Wii U is like, hey, now I don't. I have one more reason to like having both. <laughs> trust, trust me, geek over here. I, I definitely understand the uh, the allure of having the different devices talk to each other and work in new fascinating right. ways. But it just occurs to me that we're talking about a fighting game here. It's it, most fighting game players want the big arcade stick, not the complete and total opposite of that, the tiny portable gamepad. Yeah, but imagine this. What if you what if you went over to a buddy's house who has the Wii U version of Smash? You don't own a Wii U. You just have the 3DS version and the 3DS version of Smash. Um, and so you go over, you play it that way. Now you know all the controls because you're playing it on 3DS. But how would this be different from you using like a pro controller on his Wii U? Well, no, no. What I'm saying is that if you're only used to the 3DS version of Smash and you're going oh, to a friend's house who owns all right. it on the Wii U, okay. it's kind of it's like if someone preferred a fight Just because you're used to like the feel of... Exactly. Okay. All right. I get that. I get that. I, okay. And I'm really hoping that I can come over with my 3DS and bring my players into your game. That would make sense. I think that's what they're aiming for with the amiibo. That would be at, at the very least. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you've built up your character or whatever like that. You're like, you know, proficient. Do you like level up characters well, in Smash? Well, one of the cool things I saw about the um, the massive eight hour Nintendo live stream they had a couple days ago. Um, yeah, that should have been split. <laughs> probably. Um, well, it technically was, but it wasn't literally really. eight hours. It was really eight hours. They started. Oh my at, god! They started at mm-hmm. noon central. They ended it at eight p.m. Wow. The first three hours were random games like uh, Bayonetta and uh, Captain Toad and um, Fantasy Life, which no one cares about. I love the fact that you just said that, and Kyle just cringed when you said random games and Bayonetta. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Um, Bayonetta looked great, though. Yeah. <coughs> it was good. Um, but And then the, the last five hours were all dedicated to Smash, and they somehow worked some sort of technological magic where they made it so that stages and characters wouldn't unlock, so they wouldn't, they wouldn't spoil anything. But they mentioned on the stream, it's just like, hey, we know the game is out in Japan, but for those of you who aren't paying attention and are somehow still in the dark about this... We've we've, oh, worked okay. it, we've worked it so this is, this bill so won't unlock anything. So you can continue to be in the dark, right? Um, and so they were showing off uh, one of the cool things they're doing with the characters is that you can customize the characters to an extent so that you can actually customize their moves um, to a certain extent. Like take take Samus for example. Samus's uh, B neutral is usually the charge shot, which you know she charges up a shot when you hit it once, and then you hit it again and you shoot it. Um, you can customize that so that it's either like weaker and shoots out faster okay. or, or like you don't have to charge it you'll just do like these little shots or 
um, it has less range, but it's more of a shotgun effect, so it's really good for close range, or it can be normal. So you can customize things a little bit like that. Same thing with like Mario's fireballs. You can make it so that he still does the little bouncing fireballs, or you can do it so that they're like missile projectiles, but they lose a little bit of power, and just little things like that. And I know one of the things they're going to do with the amiibo is that you'll be able to save the... I don't know if you'll be able to do it otherwise, but you'll be able to save these builds to your amiibo figures... Okay. And save those to the figures and then bring them like, you know, like, uh, Charlie, if you had Smash and I wanted to bring over my build of We Fit Trainer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's gotten very weird, but go on. Then I'd just save it to the Amiibo. I'd bring the Amiibo here and it'd be like, hey, I'm going to use my hot Latino build of We Fit Trainer. <laughs> She's Latino? No, but you can customize them. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I can see the gears turning yeah. in Charlie's head. Uh. So it's not so much that you're leveling them up. It's just that you're customizing well, how they play. they're also going to level up a little bit. Like oh, okay. if you practice with them, like spar with them and stuff like that. But they haven't really shown off that functionality yet. Okay. Because they've been focusing on the 3DS version for now. Got it. So. Cool. So yeah. Smash Bros. Demo's awesome, etc. Again, speaking of Nintendo, coming in at number two, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto is going to be involved in making a short film revolving around Pikmin. Uh, short is in length, not short as in characters are short, because, you know, I mean, Pikmin are I'm just short. just imagining that the, that the movie would just be the tops of their heads. <laughs> you just see little flowers, <laughs> yeah. like, walking around, and you're just like, what the fuck? I picked a bad day to stop drinking. <laughs> Or the right day. Or the right day. <laughs> um, Where's the glue? <laughs> uh, um, so details are scarce on the movie so far. Other than that, it will premiere at the Tokyo Independent Film Festival at some point. <laughs> um, I, I think this is just weird that Miyamoto's making a film about Pikmin. Yeah. It's like, take take like the most three random things. I feel like there was a dartboard somewhere. <laughs> Like, the, the controller of fate had a dartboard. He's like, random person, random subject matter, random medium. Mia- <laughs> Miyamoto is making a movie about Pikmin. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> no, this is, clearly, this is clearly one of those ideas he came up with when he was in the hospital. Uh, Iwata was in the hospital. Oh, I mean, never mind. <laughs> I get them all mixed up. They all the same names. I, I like where you. Go, I like yeah. where you were going with that joke, though. Well, maybe it was Iwata, and now, and now and he's, he's stuck with it. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, dude, hey. I got this idea. Yeah. Those little fucking flower things that you put in games. <laughs> all right, this make, may... make a movie of those. This, this may be the morphine talking. <laughs> but do oh, we your fire. movie? <laughs> and I'm putting you in control of it. I've already signed the paperwork. <laughs> Here's. 20 bucks. Dude, see what you can do with that. If you want to keep the jet, make the damn movie. Yeah. And basically, he put it in the back of his files, and he was like looking through the other day and was like, shit, I still got to do that. <laughs> I'm contractually bound. Now, something I'm actually legitimately interested in is um, we always see the art style for Pikmin as far as like box art and like the manuals and stuff like that. It's like in claymation style, mm-hmm. but obviously the game is rendered in full 3D and stuff like that. I wonder if it's going to be like a claymation style thing, which would be adorable, or rendered in full 3D, which would still be adorable, but not as adorable. Well, Nintendo is all about their various crafty subject matters these days. Clearly, because, so. you know, the first they made Kirby into yarn, and now Yoshi is yarn, and... 
fucking they're making another Kirby game, but now he's made out of paper, and then there was other paper Mario, and yeah. so I mean, the next... does Nintendo just want to open a craft store? Like, am I? Are we missing the point here? And they're just like, hey guys, we um got this special on construction paper. We'll just wait for the Wii U official koozie to come out. I'd buy the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, sure you would. Little, little do we know that the biggest stockholder in Nintendo right now is Michaels. The that craft fell, store. Fell. No, I got it. I was just processing. <laughs> <laughs> is Michaels a regional thing? I have no idea. I, I feel like they are. Maybe. I don't know. I don't do worry. I look like a crafter? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Pikmin short film. Wahoo, whatever. Um, coming to number one. Whatever, you're excited. Don't lie. Shut up. <laughs> He's just being able to hide it. I may or may not have booked tickets to the Tokyo Independent Film Festival in order to see the premiere. So he can walk out and say, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. That was a long plane ride for 20 minutes. <laughs> that's right. It's a short film. Uh, oh, that's what short film meant. Never mind. Um, coming to number one. Huge rumor hit the rounds, which, okay, full disclosure here. Um, if the rumors about this are true, this will be confirmed on Monday, which is tomorrow, and our episode usually comes out on Tuesday, um, which means that this story might be old news by the time you hear it, but we're reporting on it now, so suck it. Um, we'll follow up with it next week. We'll follow up next week. Um, or don't suck it because we love you, fans. Yes. Or do if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> um, Take what you can get for how many dollars? <laughs> Okay, moving on. Um, I appreciate all of you. Not with that voice, you don't. <laughs> oh, I appreciate them all Moving night away long. from creepy-ass Charlie. <laughs> Jesus, part the van. <laughs> anyway, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that Microsoft might be buying Minecraft creator company aficionado extraordinaire uh, Mojang. Mojang. Moj, Mojo Jojo. So, I don't know. Notchko. <laughs> Not... I like that, Notchko. Um, allegedly, Microsoft is going to be buying Mojang for, you, you guys are sitting down, $2 billion. You forgot the pinky. Yeah. $2 billion. Better. Better? Yes. Not perfect, but better. Um, You're no Mike Myers, but it'll work. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not Mike Myers. Um, oh, the actor, not the, okay. Anyway. Um, either, either or, they get a pretty big paycheck. <laughs> So two billion bucks um, for the creators of Minecraft. Um, another imp important thing about this uh, story is that uh, Notch has said if it happens, he's leaving. He's out. He's out of Mojang. He's he's, you know, he he doesn't want to be involved with this anymore. And I the, he's had brushes with Microsoft before, if I remember correctly, particularly over how they handled um, Minecraft when it released on the 360. Now, his response of saying if this happens, I'm out. I'm sorry. Doesn't he own Mojang? No. He's just a developer. He's just like really? their bread and butter. He's the equivalent of Miyamoto at Nintendo. Oh. Miyamoto is probably the reason that Nintendo is such a big deal. Sure. But he doesn't. He's not the Nintendo. Hmm. Okay. Um, so he's just like the only thing they're worth anything and like their public face. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I, I think we're all missing the big story here. I'm so glad that finally a little developer like Notch is getting noticed. I don't get it. This is the part where you guys laugh, because clearly he's made it and made fuck tons of money on fucking Minecraft and its merch. Oh, I thought there was like a double meeting to the pun. No. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Hooray for validation for, for indie gamers and developers. Yay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to recover here. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, that was like some top tier shit there. <laughs> think 
about see here here's what I think this is gonna go to. I think this is um I think this is kind of like the point where Mojang goes downhill. Because this is, this is kind of like Angry Birds syndrome. Like, you, you saw when um, Rovio, Rovio, however you pronounce it. I, I believe it's Rovio. Rovio. You saw when Rovio, like, you know, went totally public and stuff like that. Suddenly, no one was interested in Angry Birds anymore. Like, it's still a, like, it's still a thing, but it's not the cultural phenomenon that it was at one point. So I have a feeling that Microsoft, like a big company like Microsoft, suddenly showing interest in the behemoth in the gaming world that is Mojang and Minecraft and stuff like that. I think this is the point where Mojang's like now they're not going to be as big of a thing anymore. I think honestly, it's that point where like Minecraft's huge, but it's not as huge as it was. They have Minecon. I mean, obviously it's fucking Minecraft, but yeah. I think they're on the downward slide, and I think they've found their their moment. You know, because I mean, everything everything goes and you know climaxes, and I think they they see the downward slide, because you can only go so far in Minecraft, and they're like, these guys want to give us two billion dollars. Where do I sign? We're out. Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, it it doesn't seem like Minecraft is slowing down at all. I mean, like people are now making computers in Minecraft, which just blows my mind. Yeah, as a person who knows who com- how computers work, I can imagine that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I, I've never played Minecraft, so I don't understand how it works, but the fact that people are able to use, like, like the very limited, I, maybe I shouldn't say that because I don't know that they're very limited, <clears throat> but it seems like the relatively limited physics and just um, c- kind of interactions that, like, these blocks can have with each other. Yeah. And, um, and be able to make, like, these, these like, monolithic... Like if if you're if you're all interested in what I'm saying right now, go to YouTube and look this up. There are people who have built computers in Minecraft that are like if, if they that were, can like run Quake. <laughs> um, not quite that advanced, but if they if, if they were real life, they would be like the size of the Sears Tower. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just because of it's like they're they're going about this the same way that like computers originally started when they were literally the size of rooms and people had punch cards for like the whole their program. Oh God, like I that. remember that. Yeah, so it's well, no, you don't remember that. You weren't. I remember reading about it. <laughs> <laughs> we're reading about it. I was say I don't remember that. How the <laughs> hell? Mike's like my first computer with Doom on it was one of those, but our entire basement with the yeah. reels. <laughs> Actually, nine thousand years old. <laughs> So it's the same way that those worked, I guess, is how they're doing this in Minecraft. But I mean, like, it. it, it oh, good. So you're, what you're saying is that in 20 years they'll be making watches in Minecraft that are computers. I don't know that that's true, but <laughs> oh, it would uh, not surprise me at this point. But five more patches and we can make M pads. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it doesn't seem like Minecraft's slowing down at all. Um, but if Notch, I mean, it's, it, it might. It's it almost seems like Minecraft at this point is like self-sustaining. Like, if Notch leaves, I don't really seem like that'll hurt Minecraft. See, I wonder how much of the IP for Minecraft that Notch actually owns. Well, if he was employed by a company, he doesn't own any of it. Well, that, see, that... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have this, like, idea in my head. And if, any, if anybody listening to this has any input on this, feel free to let us know and we'll uh, chime in on it next week. Um... I have a feeling that just because it was like this little indie studio, like whenever I think of an indie studio, even Mojang, I imagine like a, like what we're doing here, you know, just like a couple people like in a spare room, just like doing stuff on their own time and hoping that it might be something. Wow. Just kill the fucking balloon on that. <laughs> well, I mean, if, uh, we are in a state of the art studio in a very, very ritzy part of Chicago. God. <laughs> 
thirteenth floor. I'm it's trying cheaper. to paint us coming from humble beginnings. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, at, at the point where Minecraft started to make money and they needed to actually make it into a legitimate business, they, 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 they would have had to have like incorporated and done and all that fun stuff. And unless they did something out of the ordinary, anytime that you're a developer working for a company, anything that you do or touch or create while you're on the clock belongs to the company, not you. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that. I, 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 I still always have this, again, I always just have this feeling like with indie devs and stuff like that. It's just like, no, you guys can share. You know, I, just, I get what you get. I, I get what you're saying, but business I, I, is business. It's probably yeah. not like that, yeah. but that's always how I, I feel. I think it's it probably is. exactly like the id situation. How so? Where, like when Carmack left? Yeah, yeah, he left, and now they're like, excuse us, you can't use that. You were employed by us when you did that. Yeah, I can kind of see that. So, I mean, but getting back to Charlie's point, yes, people do these awesome things on Minecraft. Go to YouTube and people build cities and, and there, ridiculous. There is a, a man that has literally built um, like a doomsday clock where he's timed it out so that there's like seven doors. You've seen that? I saw that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Have you seen the, the complete perfect recreation of uh, Columbia? Yes. Yeah. From Bioshock, right? Yeah. But, and you've seen the life-size Enterprise D recreation? Yes. 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 But see, th those are, I think, what I'm, my thing is, is I think that the, the new user, like, allure is over, and Minecraft is on the downslide because now it's a niche thing where the hardcore people are still there, but everybody else has kind of moved on. To Flappy Bird? Yes. <laughs> that That is not my impression from dealing with... Like I, I'm, I am by no means like waiting around in like the Minecraft community, but I do deal with people who have, like I have a lot of clients that have kids that are getting into computers now. Mm -hmm. Like my boss, for example, was telling me how his his kid is like just getting into Minecraft and things like that. So I mean, just just you know, anecdotally speaking, I am still hearing about people now who are just getting into Minecraft and they're basically going along, going along like the same path that like everyone else has gone down. So okay. it, it, it kind of seems like it's this thing that's pretty self-sustaining. So. My my point before is that you know Notch leaving Mojang, I don't see hurting Minecraft, but is Minecraft worth two billion dollars? Because what have else you is... have you seen the amount of merch that Minecraft has put out? You can get everything. They actually have Halloween costumes out this year. That's true. That's and action true. figures and yeah. props. Yeah, I think and you can get dish sets now. And fucking there, there's more Minecraft. They have like, oh yeah, there's like Minecraft Legos. There's, yeah. Yeah. there's yeah. more Minecraft merch out there that's than true. there is Star Wars merch. So yeah, that's true. They have so, a section yeah. at FYE, like yeah, eight feet wide of just the craft. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's very true. So <laughs> this is your brain. This is your brain yeah. on craft. Yeah. <laughs> so presuming it's not just all getting clearance out, then yeah, maybe uh, Microsoft is uh, maybe maybe I understand what they're doing here. Interesting. Well. We'll see if anything uh, if anything happens with this other than you know the rumors becoming true. Even then, we'll probably touch on it just a little bit if there's any other details that pop up. But, oh yeah, you know. I mean two billion dollars. We have to touch on it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that's what the industry decided to do this week. Uh, up next, we're talking dead. <laughs> Okay, so quick spoiler warning for you guys listening. Um, this feature segment, and presumably the mailbag as well, um, will contain spoilers for, obviously, The Walking Dead Season 1 and Walking Dead Season 2. Um, so if, you've, if, you're, uh, if you still want to stay in the dark about all of this or you haven't been able to finish it or you, for whatever reason you don't want to hear spoilers about anything from The Walking Dead game by Telltale Games... Um, We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> so this has been Gamerhead Radio. Thanks. And okay, we're we're clear. Um, okay, so let's start off. So, uh, 
So all of us have officially finished. Um, <laughs> that was an awkward two. statement. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. it sounded like awkward. I don't know. Maybe give me, it's me. Give, give me a second. Um, I want to start off by going with um, what endings we all got. So, Charlie, I'll start with you because you just finished it like today. Today, yes. 15 minutes which, ago. Which ending did you get? Um, I got the ending where Clementine is by herself with the baby. Okay. Goat. What did, Goat's actually giving Charlie kind of a, like a weird like yeah. look. Oh, I got that. Yes, babies. Goo goo gaga. Look yeah. how cute they are. Yeah. You yeah. never forget that smell. Uh. <laughs> of them shitting themselves? No, I just don't. Uh, Kenny said that. So anyway. Just, yeah. Anyways, I got stuck with the cry poop machine. <laughs> and uh, That's the baby for yeah. our listeners. And I went with, uh, went with Jane. Jane, the the awesome, athletic, kind of vaguely psycho chick. That... Uh, she kind of reminded me of, like, uh, Acid Burning Hackers with the outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> you've never... No, of course you haven't. Um, <laughs> He's read about old-school computers, not hackers. Yeah. <laughs> I remember punch cards. Movies were those. <laughs> we're laying on the punch cards. <laughs> um, where can I get that on vinyl? <laughs> I yes, bought, exactly. I bought the, well, Vinyl's coming back, so he's cool with that. He bought he, like he, how Destiny is a movie. That's yeah. what I was trying to, which is available on Laserdisc. Yeah. Okay, so then after you were with Jane, mm-hmm. um, when you go that direction, um, mm-hmm. uh, you end up at the um, compound at the at the compound mm-hmm. that you were at earlier with the the guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, Carver. Um, I'm not I'm not being vague. I just don't remember his name. Carver. Thank you. Yes. Um, and so then the family comes. Did you let the family in? Fuck no. <laughs> Of course you didn't. I mean, I knew the answer to that. I'm just narrating here. Um, no. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, oh, I've gone through two seasons of Jackass and screwing shit up. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> He's looking out for numero uno at this point. And trying to get this damn kid out of here. So why did you... <laughs> hey, 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 hang on. Before we move any further... Um, two things. One, I got the same ending as Charlie where Clementine was alone with the kid. Um, two, go... Say what you were saying off air about like when the kid was born and stuff like oh, that. Oh god! As soon as that kid came up, every prompt I was like, "Please be like, get rid of the kid. Be a prompt. Be a prompt." Anyway, no. All right. This is as close to getting rid of it. All right. And they're like, "Here, touch this." I'm like, "No, leave it. Go, throw it over there." Like, <laughs> um, real quick disclaimer to all the parents out there: the opinions of Goat do not reflect the opinions of Gamerhead Radio as a whole. They are his own. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a kid fan, but in this scenario, I'm definitely not a kid fan. The oh, no. thing, I, what, <laughs> shut up. I'm like, all right, we're trying to be quiet and walkers, and this thing's just like a fucking Bose fucking wireless speaker on 11 <laughs> the entire time. I'm like, shut it up. Like, somebody's going to hear it, and it's going to come over here. Shut it up. <laughs> that was my biggest thing. Like, whatever, yeah, people have kids, which is weird in this world. But reminds me of the last episode of MASH. <laughs> Hang on. The last episode of MASH when there was like when there was like the 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 that was Vietnam, right? Korean War. Korean? I was close. When Koreans were like Oh <laughs> They're all Asians. <laughs> it was a war, they were wearing a green. My apologies. I wasn't born Every yet. veteran was win. Seriously. <laughs> My apologies, I wasn't born yet. Um so the Koreans were on the outside of the compound or something like that, and there was, like, noises or something like that. And one of the nurses told one of the doctors, just like, kill that chicken, like, because it sounded like a chicken, and then it turned out to be a kid. And so they had to, like, wring the kid's neck to kill it so that the Koreans didn't kill everyone in the fucking compound. Uh, exactly. 
I I actually kind of agree with that that <laughs> idea is that that kid is just a liability. But you know, me being means it's like. It's a video game. I can't actually die, so I'll try to save the kid. <laughs> yeah. Season three is already confirmed, so fuck it, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what? Now, goat. I'm most interested in the ending that you got because was the family that mm. apparently approached the compound? Yeah. Were, were they a recognizable family at no. all, or was it just it was no. just a family? No, it's just Rangers. some randoms. It was uh, some dude who looked like he was Irish and from the Bronx. Uh, his I. Th- Think Mexican wife, and then there, it was a black kid. It was really weird. Like, yeah, it was a very. So it probably yeah. wasn't an actual family. No, it I was, think it was it just was like a. It was like a zombie. Zombie fam. Yeah. Fa- yeah, a zombie fam. But because uh, I was like, none of this would produce that. <laughs> Maybe they adopted. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the paperwork's pretty easy now. Um, you want to go with us? Cool. We're gonna call you. Son. Well, one of them could have been a step parent. I mean, like yeah. the logistics <laughs> of the family. Are anyway, not the, point here. <laughs> the whole how did this make this thing? Um. So, what shocks me about all this is that uh, I've heard, uh, Charlie, you said there's like five endings total or something I, I, like that. I watched all the think? endings on YouTube because I wanted to see what happened. Uh, so, um, the so the, the one ending that you and I got where Clementine is alone, um, there is the ending where you go with Jane mm-hmm. and um, you end up at the compound. And then basically there's two endings of where you let the family in or you don't let them in. Okay. Um, so, if you do let the family in, basically they hug you and they say thank you and everything's fine and the game just ends. It's, I mean, like, it's actually like the, the weirdest ending. It's like, it's like, it's the most abrupt ending because, like, it's like they come in and they say thank you, we appreciate it. Um, and then the game just kind of, it just stopped. I mean, like, it, there wasn't like, um, like, there wasn't like a, like a, there wasn't like a teaser for season three or like any sort of like hints that like what might be going on. Well, later. yeah, it's yeah. Well, I mean, it's like if you don't let the family in, and, you know, there's like a, there's some dialogue between Clementine and Jane where she basically says like, no, I don't trust anybody anymore. Like, I'm going to watch out for myself now. And so there's like there's like that zinger at the end that like kind of like puts a bookmark on the end of it kind yeah. of a thing. If you let the family in, like they just kind of like say thank you, and they're like, "Yeah, you're welcome," and then it just kind of ends. <laughs> like, it's just, it's... See, I'm actually uh, between. The, I'm assuming it's something similar. Like if you uh, went with Kenny, so the Kenny endings, you end up at um, the the town that he was trying to get to the whole time, right? Um, what was it uh, West West Wilmington? Well, uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, something like Wilmington. that. Yeah. yeah, and so you end up Wellington. At, Wellington, yes, that's, that's it. it. Well, and, Wellington's um, a suburb here, <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually the longest. Um, like content wise of all the of all the various endings um you end up at wellington and um you get there and there's like these massive walls made out of like shipping crates like it's this hugely fortified area you get there there's a woman guarding the um guarding the gate Mm. and she's like talking to somebody on the radio and uh so it's kenny and clementine and the baby and they walk up and they say um like she, she like small talks with them a bit. Well, first she like makes them like put their hands up and walk towards and like small talks and get a feel of them or whatever. And then she says, "Now here's the part where I give you the bad news. We're not. We don't have room for any more people right now. So we, we aren't letting anybody in. We're not accepting like new residents right now. Maybe yeah. come back in a while, and we can see if we can accommodate some more people. Like we don't have like the room or supplies or whatever. Like we we just we just can't accept more people right now. And then so they 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 drop a bag of supplies and they mm-hmm. say this is this is because we're we're sorry. So here's here's some supplies. I'm sorry. And so then the 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 decision then becomes Kenny pleads with her and says at least take the children. Yeah. Like if you if you can't take me fine but at least take the children. Like they're not going to make it out here. It's not safe. Please at least take them. Mm-hmm. And she says okay and then she radios in and she says okay fine. We'll take the kids. 
And then so the, the decision then is, does Clementine take the baby and leave Kenny so he goes off on his own? Or does she say, no, we are not breaking up. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're a family, quote unquote. We're sticking together. I'm not going in there without you. And then they all leave together. So those are the other two. Huh. So here's a, here's a big red flag that I'm noticing because all like, well, there's, I see three like branches of endings here. And two of those branches have like mini branches. Right. Because I, I think the one that Charlie, you and I got where Clementine is alone with a baby. I feel like that's the most disappointing one. Yeah. Just because, like, let, let me be a little bit more descriptive here. It happens where Clementine, like, is in, like, a field and there are zombies forward. And she kills one, takes the guts out, and, like, rubs it over her and the baby. Because, you know, apparently zombies don't smell you that way. Right. And then she just goes through the crowd and it cuts. Like, yep. that's it. And that, that, I, that seems like the lamest ending anyways because you've already done that once. Yeah. See, here's a, here's a big reason why all these different endings send up a red flag to me is that season three has been confirmed. Right. Because Telltale will most likely, they haven't confirmed it yet, will most likely take your decisions from the first two seasons and carry it over to the third season, where the hell are we going to start? Like, a, like, everything is so fragmented at this point that it's, it's like... You know, we might have the people that, like, because who are we going to play as? So here's, okay, so, so speaking from, like, a program programming standpoint, yeah. what I'm assuming is going to happen is kind of the same thing that happened at the beginning of Season 2, is that however you came into Season 2, you need to somehow get to the reset button and end up with this new group. So That makes sense. So, so, so three of the five endings, you were by yourself with the baby, just in three different locations. Yeah. Um, Oh and oh I'll, uh, oh and go by the other way just 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 for completion's sake, well, I guess that's kind of irrelevant. But with the with the Clementine walking into the zombies with the baby alone thing, mm-hmm. for some reason they put up there nine days later. I don't know what relevance that might have, if any. But the, the you know the none of the end, none of the other endings said that. Right. Um. So at some point, that's weird. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like I say, it may or may not be relevant, but um. So it took her a week and two days to get to a field full of zombies. Um, but it was all there was also no snow there, so it was clearly far away from where they were. So I think I it might know. be showing that she didn't like like Clem didn't die right away. Oh, like okay. she's actually being able to take yeah. care of the kid. For yeah, now. that, that yeah. would make sense. Um, but so three of the endings, she's by herself, and the other two endings, she's um, with Kenny or Jane, um, and just like wandering. I'm I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm assuming because. From a writing and programming standpoint, it would be very difficult to have the entirety of season three, or at least at least even the first two chapters, have all of those be able to accommodate for all those different possibilities. So I, I'm going to have to guess that if you're entering season three with Kenny or Jane being alive, they're going to die. I mean, frankly. And they're going to have to get you to that, that well, yeah, bring I everything mean, back to square one where Clementine's by herself. That's the only and way I can imagine. Get her together with a new group, maybe reunite her with some old people that we haven't seen die on screen. And, um, yeah. Who haven't we seen die, though? Oh, well. Clementine. Oh, no. But <laughs> Aside from Clementine. I, I, I agree with Charlie. Like, the way they've done this, it, it, and this will answer Mike's conundrum as well, is they, the way they've programmed this is it, it really is like, uh, like DNA, where you have, like, the three or four strands, they all come to one point, yeah. they separate back off, they come back to one point. That's very true. So getting, so all it is is we're just going to hit the four strands that we just heard, and they're all going to focus up to this point, and then you'll make another massive decision, which will spread you back out. I have a really, really out there prediction. Okay. I think you're going to start season three as playing as the kid. That far well, in the future? 
I, that's why I said it's oh, really oh. out there. I was like, that would suck to be an infant. Well, no, keep in mind. Keep in mind. Because when you were playing season one as Lee and Clem was like, what, seven? Mm-hmm. Something, something like that? Like that yeah. Um, and then they jumped forward Clem, from Clem being seven to being... Eleven. Eleven? Yeah, eleven. Eleven, I'd say. 12, eleven, twelve. Yeah. So if you, can, if you can get the kid to be to the point where he's like... Because keep in mind, Clem didn't grow up in this environment. Clem was found in the middle of like that outbreak in Georgia and stuff like that. Sure. This kid is growing up in it and being raised by, let's assume, because of the scenarios, being raised by Clementine and everything surrounding it. So we could assume, maybe not with an, uh, really ev- any evidence, we could assume that by age six... This kid could have decent zombie survival abilities. Oh, he'd okay. definitely be proficient in weaponry. Now, have either of you guys read the comics? I've not. Uh, here and there. I haven't read all of them. So, do, do you have an idea? In the comics, do they establish at all, like, how much, how, what's the length of time that the comics cover? Because it, I didn't even think about the fact that that The Walking Dead has now covered several years. Because, like, I, I, of course, I understood that Clem grew up, but right. it didn't register with me that, like, oh, wait, yeah, I guess we're talking about now season one and two actually spends, like, quite four, a, like four quite or five years like the there. Yeah. That, that didn't even yeah. occur to me. So, I mean, like, the, the comics, do they talk about this passage of time at all? I think they do. I guess I would have read all of them. But, I mean, they progress. Obviously, they have to progress. So, I mean, I, the length of time I'm unsure about. But, I mean, one would think that in most comics that you write, you start here, the story has to go time-wise. I mean, So we've gotten some uh, expert inside information here. <laughs> that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, A little um, cat told us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quite literally. Um, that uh, apparently in the comics, very not much time has passed at all. So between the comics, the show, and the games, I've, I've seen all of the show, um, so at least I, I can speak to that part of it. Um, that uh, the most that you've seen anybody aged now is Clementine. In, in, yeah. And so, so what what you're saying, Mike, is I, I, it's from a storytelling perspective, and mm-hmm. just I, I could see that happening. And frankly, it would make making the next game a lot easier because then you would you really because, wouldn't have to worry about the, that many decisions because yeah. they happened ten years ago. Exactly. Because then you could have like season two, where season two like characters just showed up like if they were alive in season one, and it was like it, it was either like a forgotten character or like they showed up just because they happened to be there. With the exception of Kenny, yeah. With absolutely. the exception of Kenny, yeah. yeah. So it's like I, I think that makes the most sense, and sure, it'd be quite a jump, mm-hmm. but it's it's the only thing I can think of that would work. Unless, and I really hope they don't do this, it's a prequel. They won't do that. I don't think so either. I don't think they'll do that. But if we see anything like that, it's going to be like 500 days, where it's like an offshoot thing that they put out. Right. 400 days. 400 days. Sorry. (laughs) Which, by the way, was anybody else disappointed unless I missed it? The 400 days had absolutely nothing to do with anything. 500 days. Yep. Wait, it is 500 days? Is it 400 days? It's 400 days. Fucking, I, I thought you were making a joke. Whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's literally 400 days. Okay. No. Okay, what, anyway. So, no, none of those... Well, and that might play in now, too, because we have those characters that weren't tapped in in Season 2. But if they weren't touched in Season 2, why would they wait until Season 3 to bring them in? See, I'm kind of glad that they didn't touch on 400 days at all, because I didn't play that. Um, you didn't miss much. You, you that's, missed, that's why I didn't play you it. You missed a bitchin' uh, rock, paper, scissors match, though. That's true. <laughs> 
But the, see, that's why I'm glad I didn't play it because everyone everyone has told me it's just like yeah, it's whatever. It's not as great as like the main. It was filler game. It was filler just to keep you excited. And I have a feeling that's one of the reasons why they didn't include it in season two was because like it, it, that fragmented all everything even more. Well, so. I, I wish that they had because I mean, like it's a story that they told, and because they didn't include it, it was a pointless story. At least if they had, at least they have, at least if some of those characters had shown up, or one of the, some of those locations, like the like the diner or whatever, had shown up, at least then it would have kind of brought everything together. Yeah. But it, and because they didn't bring it in, it feels sloppy. At least if they had brought in and mentioned it, so that if you didn't play it, you wouldn't have missed anything. It it it, it like like an Easter egg. Like if you knew what they were talking about. It would have enriched your experience, but if you didn't know what they were talking about, it wouldn't have affected you negatively at all. Okay. Well, they can still bring it back, too. They can. I just don't know this, why they would have this skipped might not, all well, season well, two. well, I mean, we had the subgroup, and we're, we officially have killed off the last season one group, so yeah. it would make sense that you meet the 400 Days group now. Yeah. It's possible, I guess. Um, I want to go back real quick to how I mentioned that season three, I have a feeling, might be a prequel. Um, the, my other theory, aside from playing as the kid and skipping forward like five or six years or something like that, um, is playing as Carver. Like seeing mm-hmm. how he got to the point where he is and stuff like that. Because I, I legitimately think that Carver was the most interesting character in season two. And that's I'll be- grant you that. And that's because I... I wanted to know more about where Carver came from and like what he was doing and how he got to that point and how he had basically like this gathering that was following him and so afraid of him. I want to know how he got to that point. And I, I feel like there's a story there because Carver's dead no matter what, like by the end of season two. But I want to know what... I, I just want to know more about his past, and that's... I wouldn't complain about a flashback or something like that. But I definitely don't want a whole not season a whole season. Him. Yeah. yeah, that might be a bit of a stretch. I, I wouldn't mind um, like a four hundred days Carver. Yeah, that, might be, like that might be pretty cool. Um, what do we think overall of season two when compared to season one? Not as good. Good, but not as good. Go. The, the lull in the middle was a little long. Yeah, I'm. I I agree completely. See, I I mentioned this. Um, we've all mentioned this a couple times on the show. Where, um, with season one, at least you had a clear goal. Like you had a clear goal. You you were Lee. You were trying to get Clem to find her parents in what was it Savannah something like that. Yeah. Clear goal. Like all four, all five episodes. It's just like okay, that's ultimately what I'm working for. Season two, like it was just yeah, you're. Trying to survive. Stay in the life. Next yeah. day in the life. Next day in the life. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it, I thought they might be able to stretch out like you trying to escape from Carver's compound for like the last few episodes, and then when you kill Carver in the end of episode three, it's like okay, we've got two more episodes. I don't know where this is going. Yeah. So it definitely felt more disjointed. It felt. I mean. Uh, I'm sure they weren't, but it felt like they were kind of making up as they went along. Like it, it things yeah. just got really random there. It's. I wonder if, because Telltale is really tapped out right now, because in the middle of making season two, they were, keep in mind, they were also working on The Wolf Among Us. They're also working on Tales from the Borderlands. They're also working on Game of Thrones. So Mm. I wonder if they're kind of spreading themselves too thin. I almost feel like, and I know Goat would have hated this, but I almost feel like the baby should have come in season one. And then that could have been your focus, or I'm sorry, episode one. And then that could have been your focus, that keeping been, the baby safe cool. all the way through season two. At least that would have been like a consistent either, thing. Either that, or I thought, um, I thought that Sarah, the kid that mm. was like really anxious about the that I know Goat probably also hated because she was whiny and needy. Oh and, my you know, god, stuff. she was. Uh, 
Um, useless. I, I thought that Sarah would end up being like a focal point. Like I really wanted Sarah to rise up to like have the courage of Clementine by the end of the season, so that maybe that's who you play as. So in kind season of Clementine three. could be for Sarah what Lee was for Clement. Exactly. Gotcha. And, okay. And and I thought that would have been golden. And then sure. again, again, in whatever season that Sarah died, it's uh, like episode four. At least she died for me in episode four when the uh, the tower deck collapsed. Yeah, that's when she died for me. I just didn't remember what episode it was. She died the same way for everyone, which a lot of people were pissed off about because that seemed like one of the characters that you should be able to like choose whether yeah. you can save her or not. That was the thing that surprised me when I was looking at the endings is that um, when um, well yeah, I, maybe your playthrough was different, but in but in uh, apparently our playthrough um, when um, uh, Rachel I think is having the baby mm-hmm. um, was it Rachel was that her name. Uh, the baby, the the baby's uh, mother. Uh, I don't think it was. Well, the baby, yeah, the, the, the mother, the, the the baby's mother. She had the baby up in that um, uh, like like oh that you know, lookout, yeah, that lookout tower. Oh, and yeah. when the, the the zombies were coming in there, and um, they they ended up getting the, uh, the trying to block the gate with the cannon, and then the cannon fell through and made the half of the deck collapse. Yeah, and, and then, um, and then Sarah like lost her footing and fell with it right. and you tried to save her and no matter what like if you tried to go and save her or if you just like left her she died no matter what so it's like you you were the game made you choose between um because jane was hanging from the ledge yeah 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 okay she okay. was long gone before that sarah was dead for you at this point yo no, no, she was long gone. yeah so so you left her in the house where she was oh, scared yeah. oh yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> they're like i'm like out oh, go get, get, great feed her moving <laughs> Like less bitching, less whining. You're a casualty. Later, zombie bait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were like, you can take her or leave her. I'm like, leaving. Yeah, I don't like you. You're staying. Okay. Um, but see that, uh, I felt like my choices made less of an impact in season two than they yes. ever did in season one. Because in season one, there were multiple different parties that you could end up with at the end of the game. Right. right. Yeah. With this one, it's. Though, well, they, we would they, cover the they, ending. They took so, the Mass yeah. Effect route, where it's the same yes, path, that's, but there's different things to look at. You yeah, know? that's disappointingly accurate, yes. My, my thing, too, is a lot of the decisions weren't very thought-provoking. Like, in the first one, there was, like, decisions where I'm like, two, three like days later... Like, you had to kill Doc? Yeah. Like, yeah. two, three days later, I'm like, was that it? Man, was that the right decision? This one, I'm like... It can stuck you can go. You. Like, yeah. like, season one gave you decisions that, like, legitimately, yeah. like, people started sobbing over and like yeah. questioning their lives over. Yep. Season two was just like, you try to save this person. Oh, the or baby's not, mother's a zombie now. Do I shoot them or do I yell? Yeah, exactly. Well, so, I guess more, I shoot her. And in my case, most of the, the decisions were kill, kill, kill. They're all cat. You know, they're all. This is probably waiting liability. to happen. They're, they're all liabilities. Well, yeah. see, the the only thing I can think of where we had a decision of that magnitude was at the very beginning, where you could choose to save the um, guy that was getting overridden by zombies that was like out of ammo or something. Oh, the like father that. or the brother, or whatever. It was. Yeah, and yeah. then there was the other guy that was injured or something yeah. like that. That's. I think that might be the only thing. And then at the very end, with either Kenny or Jane. Yeah. O- those were the only two decisions at the very beginning and the very end that I felt like I had actually any actual impact like, on what I was doing. Gravitas on the situation. Right, yeah. Yeah. I'll completely agree with that. The um, Now, I, I want to ask you guys a question real quick. So, at the end of the game, now, you know, we've kind of, you know, now that we've gone over the endings and everything, I, I'm, I just, and this is just more for my curiosity, and, uh, you know, so I, I, the ending that I got, now that I know 
Okay, so 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 for the li- so in case you are listening and decided to keep on listening and haven't finished the game, the way the, the you know, at this point clearly you don't care about spoilers or whatever. So just, to just kind of explain what uh, what I'm talking about here, the um, at the end of the game you're you're stuck with this Kenny and Jane character, and Jane is trying to convince Clementine that Kenny is crazy, and he kind of is, but that's beside the point. Um, and she does this by lying and saying that she basically. Killed the baby. Killed the baby or like left the baby to be zombie bait or something like that. And um, just to provoke, to, to prove a point to Clementine that if Kenny were provoked, he would try and kill a living person. Yeah. Which pretty much is entirely what happened. Right. Yeah, um, he definitely loses his shit. Right. And then after the situation is settled, regardless of how it ends up, you discover that you know, the baby's been fine this entire time and Jane was just lying to prove a point. Right. So knowing what I know now, um, had I known that going in, I would have... I would in my playthrough I shot Kenny because I I thought he had really completely lost it mm-hmm. and then once Jane said okay I, I was just kidding I'm just like you're crazy I'm out and so and then oh, I left her see, behind my ending was a we got the same overall ending yeah. but my circumstances were different um so I let Kenny kill Jane right because as someone who had a part a major part in helping to raise a person over my life. I kind of understood where he was. I didn't agree with his methods, and I didn't agree with his attitude, but I understand the kind of rage he went through for Jane trying to, like, you know, prove a point by sure. putting a kid's life in danger and stuff like that. So I let Kenny kill Jane also because I figured it's going to happen anyway. I might as well let him get it out of his system. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, um, is that the gamer in you talking or the tactician in you talking? Both. Okay, all right. Um... And then after that happened, and he seemed really like melancholy after that. Like he, he he's like all like all of his rage is just completely subsided, and he's just kind of living there. And he's just like, this is all just so fucked up. And then you have the option of either comforting him or pointing the gun at him. And I chose to point the gun at him. And Kenny looks at you, you know, his face still being all battered up and stuff like that. And he looks at you, and he's like. Just fucking do it. And, and so, and then I did it because I figured there's no way he can go on. Like, he, he's so far broken at this point that this is the only thing that will bring him peace. Okay. So that's how I ended up alone is that both of them ended up dead. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, in my wait, particular situation. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. Okay. The, <laughs> the Iron Heart goes on a killing spree and no one takes notice? <laughs> nothing and i have someone that's a good point um, now i'm a little kind of afraid um, i'm gonna keep a gun on my desk um so anyways um just say there's two yeah. of us yeah. one of him yeah. um anyway i'm gonna so, slowly back out of the door the, the point I, what i was getting at is that there are some people who, in my situation, where knowing what I know now, if I were to go back in time, I would, I would let him kill her, and then I would stay with him because, whatever. That's just how I like. I, you know, I'm pissed at her about lying and whatever. Um, right. But I'm not going to do that because I'm treating this game like no. I'm going to make the decisions I make, and whatever I do, I'm just going to stick with it because. I don't know. That's just right. how, that's just no, kind of how I've I'm been approaching it the this. same way. Do you guys ever do that? Have you ever guys been? I'm branching out a bit here, but just you know, because I think it'd be interesting. Do you guys ever play a game and like make a decision and don't like the way it comes back and go and reload or? 
I kind of feel that way about the alone ending, just because it feels like there was the le- there was the least meat to it. Like it was the most symbolic, I think, showing mm-hmm. how far Clementine has grown up, so to speak. Sure. But I feel like it just it left me wanting, like he, especially now hearing about all the other endings, because I hadn't looked up the other endings. Okay. Um, yet, um, but after hearing them, now I feel like the the alone ending is just like, well, okay, that felt like kind of a cut. It's kind of like when you play a game and you feel like you've got the bad ending because it just doesn't make sense or, or it, it seems lackluster or something like that. I mean, you were literally talking about like a 10 second, 10, 10 50 second scene of her spreading guts on her face and walking to a crowd versus like a good, like, like all three actual en- dialogue. Yes. <laughs> all three ending. Uh, I'm sorry. All five endings put together are about half an hour. Huh? And you know the, the 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 alone ending is like about two minutes of that. So take from that what you will. Yep. See now I take this, especially this game, and I, I never go back. I, I I guess it's a realist in me, sure. but you can't go back on your decisions in real life. That, that's that's so my opinion. Yeah, I'm like I made that decision. That's my bed. These are nice no, sheets. I, I, I'm, I'm, in the, <laughs> I'm in the same boat where I, it's just like, you know, this is like, I did the same thing with Mass Effect. Like, there were a couple decisions that I didn't like in Mass Effect that it's just like, I should go back and fix that. And I'm like, no, this is the one I chose. This is this is yeah. my story. And yep. so I, I'm going to stick with it no matter what. So, no. cool. Yeah, I was just curious to see how you guys felt on that. Yeah. So, so, but the overall consensus is that season one was better. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about game of the year here. I mean, like, it's you know they had they had a very large legacy to live up to, yeah. um, so it's I, I was never expecting season two to be better or really as good just because that's kind of how these things work. Like it's it, you know you see this in movies, you see this with albums. Like a band's first album is almost always their best. Like the 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 the, the movie that comes out before the sequel is almost always the better one. Yes, there are exceptions, but they they just prove the rule. I'm gonna sum this up with the Muppets. Uh, they, yeah, it seems uh, so appropriate. Yes. No, 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 no. In the second Muppets movie, they say in the first number, the sequel is never as good as the first one. That's that. God, I laughed so hard. At and that. I'm like, that is so true. Like that is wow. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it was the first season was cutting edge. It was the first time we ever seen this. Now sure. we've got what season two, Wolf Among Us. We've got. Uh, the tale, I... Tales of uh, Borderlands. We've got Game of Thrones. So it's all. It's all. It's, it's, all it's washed. Together. It's the same. I mean, oh, they did this in season one. It's Dead Walking Dead. Yeah, the, the, the format has definitely, yeah. obviously, been done now. So I think it's just, at this point, they're going to need to find... I mean, it's, it's got to be about the story at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's going to be resting right. on pen and paper. Yeah. So... Well, or tablets. Yeah. <laughs> well, interesting. Do we have anything else to say about The Walking Dead at all? Other than that, um, we're hopefully looking forward to season three. I meant to, I meant to like... Print out a list of all the different decisions, just because there were some of them that I wanted to ask about, but I forgot to do that. So um, I killed everyone as fast as possible. I believe you. <laughs> yeah, I completely. Which I'm is still why sh- I'm so surprised Jane's alive. Yeah, I'm still yeah. shocked that that out of all of us, you guys are alone, and I'm the one who's like, yeah, I like Let Jane. She's I cool. Was the one that killed everyone. Yeah, you were like, screw you, screw you. I'm out, and I'm like, hey, Jane's as twisted as I am. I like this. She called out Kenny for everything she's he's worth. <laughs> I am I am disappointed that they didn't give you options for more people to be alive at the end. Like it, it, I was really mad the the guy that fell through the ice. Yeah, I was really mad that like oh, I Joe? stayed behind because he's saying he's like don't come out here it's too much weight. Meanwhile, did the, you try the, and save him or did you go out to him or did you sh- did no, you shoot? No, I stayed because I okay. was like there's no fucking oh, way yeah, I'm then, falling in. Her Bonnie's you know, dumbass runs out there and I'm like because you weigh less than I do. Yeah, that was that pissed me off. <laughs> I mean like. 
I don't know why he just didn't lie down. I mean, that's that's what you do when the ice is that's, cracking that's underneath. What I was you. like, I was literally screaming at my television <laughs> yeah. when they all went on the frozen leg. It's just like lay fucking down, so you spread out your weight and don't fall through the fucking ice. Yeah. I was just, it's just. God. Well, and, and then they're only like two feet apart. I'm like, okay, when we said spread out, people, that's like six yeah. at minimal. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, that they spread like arm's length apart, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, sweet, you can get a backpack between you. Yeah, way to spread out, guys. <laughs> oh, and then so um, the, the like you mentioned before the decision whether or not you you save the old guy or then the 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 other brother of the guy we were just talking about, mm-hmm. right? Um, so did you guys did either of you guys save the old guy? Right. Did, you, did you save the brother? Uh, I'm pretty sure I saved the brother. Uh, refresh my memory. It was a while back. Uh, <laughs> that was the first episode. Yeah, yeah, I played that when it first came out. <laughs> so in, in season four, mm-hmm. when you're alone with Jane... Episode and four. four. Right, sorry. <laughs> episode four of season two, Derp. Um, when you find... Uh, when, you're, when, you're, when you go out with Jane mm-hmm. and you find the place where you end up finding uh, Nick Wright and Sarah. Right, um, I think so. Um, you find the brother... Already dead as a zombie stuck in the fence. Did you guys? Right. Did you guys come across yeah, that yeah. too? Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm just wondering if that was if, if that if, would have been the old guy. If yeah, you if saved it, him it just, instead. See, that that's the kind of thing. It's like I understand we're talking about like you know a, a relatively indie studio and like you know relatively low budget that's, titles that, and things like that. That's like a palette swap for it, that exactly. <laughs> it's it's you know it it takes something the size and the budget and the scope of Mass Effect. To have a have a decision on whether or not to save a character in the first game completely change the entire character that's with you for the third game. You yeah. know whether or not you saved a uh, uh, Caden or what's what's her Ashley Ash- Ashley and you know to have an entire character, an entire set of dialogue that's completely different one way or the other. Right. I mean, like I understand that we're talking about something that's much less scope and to to, to have to basically double the work for a character for an entire how whatever length of time. I I understand the logistics of that. I'm I, I'm just disappointed maybe a little bit spoiled by yeah. other things that my decisions can't have a more long-reaching impact well yeah you're also talking about mass effect which you guys says are like what 100 hour games or something retarded uh for the whole series maybe okay. I mean, it's, so, it, like, it, so like we're talking like more than oh yeah there's 10 hours there's, there's definitely a season more, there's right. definitely more meat to it yeah. than a walking dead so season. i mean you gotta kind of put it in that scope which yeah. also to me argues towards my point a bit where it's like then again we are talking about a significantly shorter game well see and then keep in mind is that mass effect has quote-unquote actual gameplay like between story bits walking dead is pretty much entirely story bits so i wonder if you took like just the story bits out of mass effect how much that would be like from start to finish i i would if if i were betting man i would gamble that it'd be at least two or three times in mass effect yeah yeah well Especially when you're taking into account all the side missions, the expansion packs, and like all that stuff. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. If you if you if you take away the if you take away the side missions, I'm talking about just take... script, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but still, could be wrong. It's just my that's just my impression. No, but, I, but my point is, I, I just wish that because like it's it's like I say, it's like but from between season one and season two, whatever your whatever your decisions were, it's like they had to wipe them out and kind of bring you to the same you know within the first like you know little bit of episode one of season two like whatever you decided in season one whatever you brought into it yeah. you pretty much hitting the reset button on and they had to bring you to the same starting point somewhere or another it's going to be the same thing here where however you go into season three whatever you decide in season two they're just going to you're going to have to resolve all those decisions and bring them down to the lowest common denominator right and and get you to there i just wish that it was more is all yeah so it's a season game. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> it's just like every other season of 
the show. <laughs> I know. And, and I mean, like, to be clear, I love the series. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for season three. Yeah. So, so I'm just complaining for the sake of complaining at this point. Which is what gamers are good at. Yay. <laughs> Take your $25 games and like it. <laughs> oh, well. Well, cool. Well, do we have anything else to add? I think that was a pretty good discussion. I think we, uh, we hit all the Talking Dead on AMC. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are definitely not on AMC. Charlie's giving me a look like, they're going to come after us, you know. I can't afford a lawyer. It's okay. I can't either. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody want to do Coming up on Kickstarter. <laughs> Get uh, Gamerhead Fund Radio. our project. Get us out of court. Get, get, Is fundmylegalfund.com a site? <laughs> Tomorrow it will be. <laughs> after I have you make it and we make God damn it. millions. <laughs> right after we start, this is not talkingdead.com. <laughs> Anyway, before we get into any more legal trouble, <laughs> let's see what you guys had to say about our mailbag this week. Okay, so the mailbag question, hey, uh, we're talking Telltale's Walking, get, walking Dead, wow. Walking Dead game this week. Uh, what did you think of Season 2? What ending did you get? What do you think will happen in Season 3? Uh, only Facebook commenter... Goat? Yes. I'm just... Now, now you've got this like picture of a GED walking like I'm a bill <laughs> in my head. <laughs> Brains to educate. Yeah. Brains. No, more of like he's singing that whole song. I'm so, just uh, a kid. So a uh, schoolhouse rock. Yeah, um, you've got the Gamerhead green light. <laughs> I've got a new song. I've got to write. <laughs> I'm just a kid. <laughs> After your head. Oh! <laughs> and we got the hook. Pat and Pat. I might seriously write that now. <laughs> nice uh, back up to the flying taco. God, such God, I write such weird shit. Um, okay, so our only Facebook commenter this week is Taylor saying, "There's multiple endings. I had no idea." Uh, he, I, said, I, he said, "I just looked up the different endings. I got the sad and lonely one, which is all of them." So, <laughs> well, I, I think he got the same one that you and yeah, I, I mean, did. They're all various degrees of sad and lonely. Oh, hold on, let's. Let's, I'm giving I'm giving ta Taylor a free pass. Mm -hmm. He is up to his eyeballs in giant toilets and pixelated piracy. <laughs> that he... Oh, that's right. The Sims Four is out. And oh yeah, he's a, he's a resident <laughs> yeah. Sims freak. So he didn't know there was multiple endings because he's too busy making people do it in the tub with a toaster. <laughs> Moving on to the <laughs> emails. Uh, of course, Songbird writes in this week, uh, Dear Viking Jesus, Goat, and Technotronicorn, mailbag answer, question mark? I was rather surprised to find out that the person behind the zombie outbreak was Dr. Tongue. He was the last person I'd consider a villain besides owning a castle and working on experimental projects. Apparently, I didn't get the best ending because I didn't take the bisexual lady out for dinner because I was worried it would jeopardize my relationship I started in the first installment. Oh, well, at least I didn't get the one with the dog. Since the guy with the glass eye stole the artifact, I guess I might be able to play as a zombie and hopefully be able to ride death again. That or the rainbow farting unicorn. I, uh... What? I'm not, I, I'm not sure what game you played, Songbird, but, um, I'd like a copy. <laughs> Songbird, you apparently broke Charlie. Oh, he's red broken. I was going to tell the rainbow farting unicorn. <laughs> what the... What? What? <laughs> Oh, I thought you were laughing because it's some reference you understand or something. Oh, no, none of that I understood. 
No, but I want to play that. I want to play the shit out of that. Oh, I think that might be Saints Row 5. Okay. <laughs> Pre-ordering that with the car. Wow. Just, I, I think we should have a round of applause in there. Well done, Songbird. You broke Charlie. Wow. And... I... That's amazing. I want that game written now. I don't even care if I'm going to title. incorporate all that into Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, now you get your uh, storyline. <laughs> oh, my God. You ever hear that, I, the, the name of it is Keeping Right, but you ever hear that Weird Al song that's like 15 minutes long and it's him just telling a story? No. It just seems to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Uh, going, getting on the actual <laughs> questions. Uh, do you think things like The Walking Dead or The Last of Us would be as popular if they didn't have zombies? Even with their strong stories and acting, would they be nothing without that dis- distinction? Um, well, Walking Dead for certain, because it's kind of in the title. <laughs> I think if you don't have zombies, then it's just walking. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of people randomly walking with nobody. It's I Am Legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Black guy walking... <laughs> No one else around. Got a dog. Yeah. around except for monsters at the very last second. Hang on, I'm going to Songbird, I'll answer your question seriously. Um, <laughs> yes, zombies are trendy right now. And I think that sometimes you, you see people who have good ideas and like just really strong storytelling capabilities and whatever, just simply incorporating a trend just to get the eyeballs. And then at that point, like once you have their attention... You yes, I realize I'm talking about a zombie game and okay, was eyeballs. That, was that a point? <laughs> <laughs> Not intentionally, but and you see, you know, I, you know, I, you know, the Walking Dead comic was a thing, but I think before zombies like really became popular, I think it was the Walking so. Dead that kind of caused the zombie current popularity. Thing. Yes, something like that. Like the, the, you know, like once the TV show came out. Really. Well, between that and then, like in the gaming world, it was Left for Dead and Nazi zombies and Call of Duty that yeah. started that whole thing. And then thing. Dead Rising came up. Yeah, yeah. And then Dead Rising, yeah, yeah. So, but um, yeah, my. I, I think that they would have a, per, okay. So personally, if you had all the same like gripping story, gripping storytelling, and um, just the other things that make Walking Dead actually good, just minus the zombies, mm-hmm. um, I think they would have had a harder time getting viewers and people to pay attention to it. But I think I think the storytelling and everything stands on its own. I just yeah. The the, the only problem there is that so much of the storytelling was because of their situation so i don't know how you would have really recaptured so many of those tough decisions tough decisions and things like that without kind of that zombie element to begin with so i'm gonna throw a wrench into this question um i was legitimately disappointed in the last of us when i found out that it was basically a zombie game i mean it's not just your run-of-the-mill zombie game but once like when you saw the first trailer and it was just joel and ellie like in that abandoned house and it looked like some like apocalyptic event happened or something like that i'm just like okay i'm down and honestly because it looked like i am legend like uh goat mentioned because it it seemed interesting i wanted to see what happened to the world like how do you survive and stuff like that and then once you found out that like you know it was this fungus and all these things are infected it's like well, okay, I'm not curious anymore, and so mm. I, suddenly I just lost interest. Yeah, same with me with Last of Us. I thought I was going into it thinking it was Chernobyl Diaries, like yeah. you know, like nuclear holocaust, okay. awesome, blah blah. So like more mutations, yeah. and monsters and zombies. No, 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 okay. just like you know, like the radiation and that kind of thing, and okay. you know, like, man- it was, like it was uh, like it was just an abandoned yeah. place, not like it was abandoned for a particular like yeah, like m- reason. Ma- mass, uh, what am I thinking? Uh, this not destruction, but a ma- you know, it, it ca- not casualty. Damn it! What the hell's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Cataclysm. Bad thing. <laughs> Big bad thing happened, and that's why <laughs> everybody's gone. I get what you're saying, but that 
might make for i mean like what what you're describing to me doesn't sound like a very fun game well i didn't consider last of us a very quote fun game to begin no. with i considered it a third person shooter with a mildly interesting story that uh, i would have been more interested in has it that had it not been for zombies i considered it uncharted the dry version <laughs> okay dry charted <laughs> that sounds like a porn it is um, okay <laughs> It will be. Hey, we've got the Gamerhead green light for Dry Charted, the uh, <laughs> the unofficial Uncharted porn. Uh, um, more ass than you can take a stick at. <laughs> anyway, um, what was the title that introduced you to your first video game, Zombie? Oh, I've got a reach for this one. I got it, and I'm old. Zombies ate my neighbors. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> On the old SNES. Um, I don't know if this counts, but I'm going to have to reach all the way back into like Final Fantasy VI, where there was a zombie train mm. that you suplex. <laughs> yes, did do that again. I don't know if that counts, but uh, that, that was technically my first video game zombie. I don't remember honestly. I, I'm 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 I experienced both of the things that you guys are talking about. Um, it's probably one of those. I just don't really remember for sure. Hmm. I'm not a big zombie guy. I'm not either. I haven't caught the trend, so. Um, Which, to Songbird, the the point of your earlier question, I actually, the zombies are the least interesting part of Walking Dead for me. Like, I'm most interested in it for the story and the decisions and the the storytelling and all that stuff. Right. Which is why I played Wolf Among Us. No zombies. Well, so, I mean, it's the same storytelling. No yeah, the storytelling is what got me. I'm like, in, telltale, storytelling, insert, who gives a shit here? Play. <laughs> I'll play the Game of Thrones game. I don't even know what the hell Game of Thrones is. Uh, you should it, fix that. It's apparently no. really good, and apparently you and I would make great extras in it. No. no. <laughs> the more people tell me to do that, the less I watch it. You shouldn't watch it, Goat. Reverse psychology does not it's, work either. Goat, it's basically got softcore porn in it. Oh, sweet. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> I have hardcore porn on my device that Michelle doesn't touch. Moving on. <laughs> or won't touch. I don't get... Okay. Moving on. Uh, oh, no! A horde of zombies are heading to your location right now. Uh, Charlie, is this uh, house zombie fortified? I w- uh, not, not yet. Well, you took the weeds out. Well, we're screwed. Well, I mean, you've, got sta- <laughs> you've got stairs up front. They can't go upstairs, so, I mean... Yeah, well, yes, they can, apparently. They can climb a friggin' watchtower in the game. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, because they listen to Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Great <laughs> reference. Uh, oh, no, a horde of zombies are heading to your location right now. If you could summon five gaming characters to be a part of your zombie apocalypse team, who would they be? I love this question. Five? So much. Five, yeah. I only need one. Kratos. Seriously? <laughs> no, 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 think about it. You know his attacks where he does a whole swinging chain thing? Have you seen how many zombies he can take out with just his blades of chaos? And he'll be pissed off all the time because they're the same skin tone as he is? Yeah, I got no reference. I haven't touched any of the God of War games. Uh, uh, <laughs> you should fix that. You won't, but you should fix that. I'll put it on the uh, shut the fuck up bike. Right, right, backlog. After, right after Mass Effect and, and Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, go on that shelf. <laughs> I own it. They'll shut up eventually. But that, but that, see, that's what I would do because those those seem like the characters like best equipped for a zombie apocalypse, like Kratos and Dante from Devil May Cry and Bayonetta from Bayonetta. And, and, and just no, like, no way. She's not from that game. <laughs> you're right. She's from Anarchy Reigns. Um, oh, good. Like Bayonetta from uh, the Mighty One Hundred. 
Wonderful 101. Whatever. You were, you were Holy so close. Shit. You were so wow. close. That's a new game coming out. It's, it's the crossover between Mighty Number no. 9 and Wonderful 101. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Good try, though. You yeah, should, uh, you should fix that. I haven't played the game. I was just pulling out a reference that Kyle made last week. And, uh-huh. and you failed. I screwed that up. Yep, I apologize. That pooch um, squealing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, so, I'd pick a bunch of action game characters just because they're quick and... So, the Hack and Slash Squad. The Hack and Slash Squad, yeah. Like, uh, Probably a Dynasty Warriors character. I get these auditions of Mike just going, uh, you have Hack and Slash, okay, four games. You're on the team. Let me redo that a little bit. Uh, four action game characters and then the Sunflower from Plants vs. Zombies. You guys are putting way too much effort into this. I mean, I, well, I swear, you guys, I swear to God, if you say that you just summon a team of Power Rangers and there's your five. Power Rangers? <laughs> what? No. Oh, no. horrible game. You're still talking about people that are going to have to exert however minimal effort into dealing with all these zombies. All you need is a white Glados. mage from Final Fantasy. Cure, 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 <laughs> cure, cure. Done. That is the most twisted ass backwards like Good Samaritan thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that how you fight undead? That, that is indeed how you fight undead things in JRPGs. I'm just saying it's a ass backwards to try to be like, I'm going to cure you of your ailment. Like, yeah, but you... what happens when the white mage runs out of mana? Yeah, and there's no more mana in the mana pool. <laughs> so you haven't thought this through, have you? Kratos is angry forever. <laughs> <laughs> there is no uh, cage for his rage. <laughs> Okay, so then, uh, and then a potion maker would be the second person. Whatever! <laughs> Fucking Dumbledore! Uh, Lego or regular? <laughs> Lego, clearly. Okay, good. Just yeah. put them back together. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit, Dumbledore's head fell off again. Step back up! <laughs> oh, fuck, I lost his arm. What do we do? It's okay, I've got a whole box of more Dumbledores. <laughs> <laughs> they were on sale at the uh, Daglet Alley. <laughs> <laughs> Goat, what would your team be? My team would probably have to be uh, the chick from Lollipop Chainsaw, for obvious reasons. She seems to be well-versed in zombie killings. Well, yeah, she's got a heart-shaped chainsaw. Yes, and a guy's head on her belt. Uh, both <laughs> That's really not good. a euphemism, folks, <laughs> if you haven't played the game. Yes. Uh, so her, um, probably three Goombas. Just for... <laughs> Just for cannon fodder. No, 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 no. I get, I get where he's going with this because you can't walk past Goombas, so zombies would just mm-hmm. touch the Goombas and then they would lose a life. Okay. Trust me with this. I know video game Why physics. Why would you at least choose Koopas? Because then at least you could kick their shell. That's only a one-time Shh. deal. <laughs> so are the Goombas? Because the zombie's gonna step on him. No, he's a triple. <laughs> and then fall on them. I'm pretty sure that's the same effect. So and, and, and I'm just really glad that we've got an outlet here for us to be seriously having a conversation about who would win in a fight between three Goombas and zombies. And unfortunately, we have the references. We yeah. have actual, you know, we like actually... scientific data, if you want to call it scientific. I use that in quotations. Yeah. And then, um, uh, my fifth star would have to probably be the Samus. Go- that doesn't surprise me in the least. What, she just, like, roll through them? 
Well, I mean, she can either blast them, she can jump over them. She, she can, can do you know. bombs. She but, can, yeah, I mean, she's know. got a couple options She's here. got a bitch in spaceship, you know. Yeah. She, she's, she's, she's the world's most famous bounty hunter. Yeah. Galaxy's most famous bounty hunter. So That's where you go. You just leave the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Two bitches. Yeah, see? There you go. Yeah. Earth is fucked. Let's go to Mars. <laughs> yeah, she can just be the whole, oh, this is Zeb's out. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, uh, thank you, Songbird, for the email, as usual. <laughs> this is a really entertaining episode. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, well. Yeah. Which sounds kind of bad, but whatever. Uh, go. You've got a show coming up. Yes, I do. Uh, the like hiatus to... was cut short due to people booking us. Such a Darn pro- them. Yeah, such a horrible problem to have. Uh, 29 Needles, October 3rd. Uh, take 20 Rockford again. We are opening for American Head Charge. Nice. Um, I think it's twelve bucks, maybe fifteen bucks at the door. Uh, it's us and like three other bands. Uh, all damn it. What the hell's their name? Saints. All the Saints. They're really all good. of the Saints. No. <laughs> So-called Saints. Good friends, but sorry, Stu. Uh, <laughs> uh, Devour and another band that I Who's don't know. Who's fucking band? There were like thirty crochet needles or something. Well, in my defense, Stu has two bands, and we refer to it as Stu's A band and Stu's B band. <laughs> Ouch. Just because we don't remember the names because we're horrible people. Uh, so, yeah, take 20, October 3rd with the, the heads and the charges. Come out and which have is some a, fun. Which is a Friday, folks. Yes, in the natural world. It's also the day that Smash comes out on 3DS. Yes, so um, my downtime is already booked. <laughs> Set my gear up as fast as possible, turn on my 3DS, and wait. <laughs> cool. Is that everything? That is it. Cool. Charlie, what is your beer of the week? So um, I uh, got to go to the Lincoln Park um, Lincoln Park Zoo uh, beer festival that they had this past Friday. How drunk were the animals? Um, they were not because they were all asleep and Good. inside because it was raining the entire time. <laughs> Let me tell you how fun that was. It wasn't. <laughs> oh, good, because that's uh, exactly the amount of fun uh, I thought yes. it would be. Nothing says fun like soaking wet weather with soaking wet animals. And yeah. soaking wet animal enclosures. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, while I was there, I did get to try a, a good number of um, delicious beers. And uh, the my favorite that I came out of it was Apex Predator by Off Color Brewing. It's another Chicago. Is that sponsored by Randy Orton? It is not. You're welcome, wrestling fans. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're wrestling fans. That seems uh, oddly specifically titled. <laughs> oh, well, there's a there's a lion on the label. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh. It's, not I think it's, not, it's not a Viper. Well, so we'll, we'll, we'll know if they're wrestling fans if the next one comes out. It's RKO. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charlie hates us right now. So it's um it's a it's a Saison farmhouse ale um from uh you completely just ruined got me I'm whatever it's a beer it's a good beer you should go have it. Oh, did we derail you? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm sorry to RKO your promo. <laughs> That was all just so you could make that pun, wasn't it? No. <laughs> it just... It happened. Um, I know they're selling this one in, um, in four packs uh, in the general Chicagoland area, so if you see it, um, the, um, just look for the white and black boxes. Uh, it's off-color brewing. Um, they have a little... Um, hey, I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Charlie. He's oh, been, I'm he's, sorry. He's, uh, he hasn't been firing on all cylinders this episode. Are you okay? Do you need a hug? I need sleep, man. Well, that's okay. We'll we'll leave as soon as we're done. I didn't really get a weekend. I've been working this entire weekend. I'm just, I just, I mean, like, I'm doing it to myself, so I'm not really complaining that much. But yeah, it still sucks. Do you need to hug it out? Mm, No, he'll probably fall asleep on your shoulder. (laughs) 
that's entirely possible. <laughs> it's just so. I still need to try and curl up in your beard. I remember that for actually a couple months ago. I, I planned to do that <laughs> the next time I saw you, which is like next time I see him. I don't remember the context of the, of the statement, but I said like there was some comment on Facebook where it's like your beard looks like it's comfortable to curl up in. I said, and I said to myself, next time I see Mike, I'm going to attempt to curl up in his beard with or without his permission. And I just forgot. I'm and not so, consenting to the beard curling up in. I don't care. <laughs> oh, even goats giving you a dirty look. Well, one, the logistics are just uh, and two, I think that would be the first. Rest- Draining order for a beard to file. <laughs> You're assuming he wouldn't like it. I know. <laughs> no, my, my, my beard would probably be like, oh, come on in. You, you want some chicken? I mean, like, I know I'd have, to, I know the mice would have to make room for me. No, no, squirrels. But, sorry, squirrels would have to make room for me. It, it's okay, guys. You, you don't have to pay rent this month. <laughs> See? They're angry at you. <laughs> sorry. Anyway... Um, as always, you can support my music through patreon.com slash vikingjesus. By the way, folks, I just released a brand new song called John the Magical Flying Space Taco. Um, it's exactly a song based on a guy who magically transformed into a magical flying space taco. And as such, it combines um, Spanish acoustic guitar elements with spacey sci-fi electric guitars. Um, and as per usual, um, since it's a new song, it's going to uh, have be on the tail end of this podcast um, because it's ridiculous and I can't believe I wrote it and I might actually write lyrics to it, but probably not. But who knows? Um, I'm just glad that I... We're, we're branching out into a, a webcomic now. The Adventures of John the Magical Flying Space Taco might go into a TV show. We're uh, recording the demo now. I'm totally fucking kidding, by the way. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Damn, I was waiting for an episode of Game. <laughs> huh. Telltale <Hey>. presents... <laughs> John the Magical Flying Space Taco. You know how nuts that would be? Like... If, About if, as nuts as anything has ever gotten, that, ever. That won't happen, but if it did, it would be the kind of thing where I would be at the release party going like, fucking whatever, I'm done. Just, out of here, see ya! That sounds like a Suda project. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. Suda, you've got the Gamerhead green light to uh, collaborate with us with the... Uh, but only if it's episodic. <laughs> only if it's episodic. We know that's not your style, but who knows. Well, Killer is Dead is episodic. Ish. Ish. It's broken to episodes, it's just all one... Together. Just make a game I can finish this time. <laughs> Seriously, he, John, the flying space taco, and you expected to stay on course more than Killer is Dead. Yes. Wow. Dream big, people. Dream big. Um, and with that, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gamerhead Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Gamerhead Radio. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie. Uh, we're on Google Plus. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on our own fucking website, uh, GamerheadRadio.com. We're on Google Play with the official Gamerhead Radio app. It's free. Please download it. Uh, whatever it is on whatever avenue it is you listen to us on, please five stars, upvote us, plus one us, thumbs up us, whatever. Be careful with that last one. I haven't made that joke in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, of course, if you'd like to get a hold of us for any reason, you can email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com. Uh, you can also call the official GamerHead Radio hotline at 94926-GAMER. Um, and of course, you can get a hold of us on any of the other uh, social media functions that we've previously mentioned here within the past 30 seconds. Um, and we'll be sure to uh, take your comments 
absolutely 110% seriously. Charlie, why are you dancing? If you're looking for an awesome place to advertise your <laughs> service, product, or event with a um, that's a focused on a group of gamers, Gamerhead Radio is looking for advertisers. So yeah. please get in contact with GOAT at GamerheadRadio.com and he will uh, tell you all the details. I promise we are not anywhere near as expensive as you might think. Sure. Uh, <laughs> And with that, Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by AMC because we lost the lawsuit. This is from Gamerhead Radio. Already? <laughs> <laughs>